0: Yeah, um, so I'll just start it. I guess we just—I don't know why I'm so nervous to start the pot, like to come up with the, to to come up. Well, with I just an want intro. It to be right, and I know once we start it, there's no one back. You know, <laughs> right? This is like I'm just—I don't like.
1: I yeah, want to start
0: yeah. the intro, but for some reason, I'm just nervous because i want it to be like you said to be right i don't want to screw up i want it to be like i want to be i want it to be cool i don't want to i don't want the intro to be lame but you know like ah yeah just so much am i am i am i feeling anxiety right now am i having an anxiety attack is perp having an anxiety attack over the freaking intro oh my goodness Toaster, I don't know what the hell, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Any, so anyway, pretty, so pretty much what we're going to be talking about today is, um well, I guess me and Toaster are going to be sharing our um experience, experiences with anime, how we kind of got into anime and kind of how, I guess, a little bit of how so- society has um kind of changed their opinion on anime. It's been kind, it's been wild. I mean, I remember yeah. years ago, like when I was in high school, I'm old. It's been a long time. You know, that whole talk that everyone, like the old, old people give. It's like, all right, back in my time, I walked to school and back five in my inches, day. Five, five feet of snow. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Um, <laughs> back Back then people were, Kind of shun, kind of shun people who uh, watch anime. But now, it's like society is like they even shun people who play video games. It was a, it's a different time. It was definitely a different time for sure. So well, we'll I feel like anime about, was
1: definitely more shunned, at least in Utah, where where we grew up.
0: Well, true, very, very yeah, very true, very true. And then after that, I mean, uh, toaster and I, we watched King Kong. Not together. I wish we did. I wish I could cuddle up next to the, the toaster to watch. I know, I, I, I miss her. <laughs> Midnight taco runs, but you know what? Our bro time, okay. but no. Toaster thought. Toaster was like, "I'm too good for perp. I'm gonna move to Texas with my wife." and like, basically, that was I, actually I our
1: deciding factor. I, I wasn't gonna move. You know, I was gonna settle down, but I'm like, you know, I'm too good for perp. I need to be in a different
0: state. It's like my dating life right there. But anyway, that's that's <laughs> that's a topic for another time. But... <laughs> Perp's sad life with dating. Anyway. And then we'll kind of, we're going to end off on, um, uh, gamers and kind of how gamers have ruined gaming the last couple, um, years of, of just games in general. So Mm. like, I, so I guess we'll just jump right back to the very beginning with anime, like toaster when, what was your very first anime or like what got you into anime? So I'm not counting, um, Oh, sorry.
1: I just ate pizza side a little bit. Not counting, um, like Pokemon or anything, because I feel like that was sort of, I don't know, Americanized. I know it's not, but it is. Um, my first one was Attack on Titan. And then after that, I got into Tokyo Ghoul, which I actually still have not finished. And what was the other one I watched? Um,. Oh, it's escaping my brain right now. My it's hero? gonna kill
0: me. Yeah, My Hero Academia. Yeah. So, are you saying you you never really got into anime until t- Attack on Titan, which I think the first season of. That first, was my first of, one. I think that that first came out, and I think I want to say I want to say it was like 2014 or 15, when mm-hmm. the first season of. Wow. Yeah, I think it was how, 15. How old were you then? You were last year youngster. wait what last year attack on titan
1: yeah yep so last year was the first time i watched anime because my buddy cameron showed it to me because i grew wow. up thinking that anime was porn that was that was like sort of what everyone said and what everyone thought and i
0: just never even gave it a shot until my friend said look it's good watch it
2: so yeah it, last year i mean
0: I honestly think that's probably the biggest concern for a lot of people when it comes to anime—that it's like it's basically just porn. But I mean, that's that could be said with with anything, because well, you're watching the wrong anime if that's all it is. That's right. We're we're not here talking about hentai. Hentai is (laughs) another topic for toaster toaster alone to talk about. So heck yeah, dude. No, because I don't know. I think. I think though, honestly though, I think that just is like a stem or um, a stigma of anime mm. that a lot of people just think of when they're t- at least back then when anime was brought up, it was like oh,
1: yeah, porn,
0: big, big, big balloons and stuff, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, but but nowadays, it's definitely not that case. There's definitely a side for th- there's definitely a, a, a group of people. Who enjoy that type of stuff, but no, like I, I'm pretty much in the same boat with you when it comes to like Pokemon and Dragon Ball z Like I grew up watching those. I never really considered them anime. I always considered them cartoons because I watched a lot of it on like Cartoon Network, and mm. it was, I guess for me it was a very Americanized, very Americanized growing up. So I never really. Yeah pokemon and dragon Ball Z is anime and i still don't especially pokemon you know just because i don't know i know it was like
1: they had it in english and it was this big worldwide sensation it's been going for years it'll still go for years i know it technically is anime if you look into it but the fact that it took on its own culture inside the u.s sort of takes away from it being like authentic anime in my brain you know not mm-hmm. that i'm like the Smart know-it-all guy, but that's just like my opinion on the big shows like that.
0: Yeah, no, like I totally agree. I mean, a lot of people would consider it anime just based off the the art style. Um, yeah, but that's just getting way into into anime, and it's just like I'm just gonna stick with it. It's my opinion. Like I never viewed Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z as anime. Like I grew grew up watching on Tar- Cartoon Network Saturday mornings. And having my grandparents yell at me because my grandparents were the only one that owned a dish at the time <laughs> so, and yeah but, well, my
1: first so I thought that my first anime was Um <clears throat> Ruby because I loved that show my friend showed it to me my senior year and I loved it but it's made by rooster teeth and so if you ask anybody it's not anime even though it's animated it's not mm-hmm. it's not a Japanese anime so yeah i mean i can't claim gonna, that as my first but it's it's in the category in my opinion it, it's i close, think it's
0: at least. i think it's close enough to just consider it anime i think when you talk to people who don't think it's anime or just really nitpicky that's when they're like getting into like the the art style and the origin of, of yeah like, where it was created and that's stuff, when you're talking but... to a weeb that's no longer we you're talking to and, a person yes. who likes anime <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's not it's like not a big deal or a problem to be a weeb but Sometimes you just need to like tone it down a little bit. So you're talking to a noob that barely found out that these shows are actually good. So
2: just right? calm down a little bit. <laughs>
1: and,
0: and I see. So just kind of like a little or to do kind of just to backtrack a little bit. I kind of was so I I'm a big fan of like the Japanese and Chinese culture. Like I kind of grew up. <laughs> With a lot of like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Bruce Lee influences, and just martial art films in my growing up in my childhood, and there was occasionally, occasional back when Hollywood video rental store was was a thing, we I my dad would bring home like just what I thought were cartoons, but they were just little like anime um, films like um, Ghost in the Shell. Growing up, I thought that was a cartoon until I really dove into the anime world and I was like, oh, wait, those are actually anime? It's an animated, or an anime movie? I was like, my mind was blown. So, but my very first, I guess, technically very first anime was Naruto. My friend in, um, it was middle school? I think, I believe it was middle school. convinced me to watch Naruto. And I was very hesitant at first. And I got, like, it was like probably twelve episodes in, and I was hooked. I binged watched it. Mm. I binged watched two hundred and like fifty six episodes of Naruto, and from there I just I started branching off, and I stumbled across some very weird anime and backtracked a little bit. And <laughs> it was like, cause I had I had nobody to like give me advice on like what anime was good, what kind of anime to, to like avoid. So yeah, that's definitely I got, a big thing. I pretty much got to experience it all, and some of them, some anime, I do really, I actually do regret watching because, but it was just like weird, unusual, and yeah, there's definitely some weird ones out there. Yeah, not going into too much detail, but (laughs) they can they make anime of some weird stuff, definitely. But so I agree with that. Yeah, and then I don't know I've been watching animes for probably I don't know close to eight to nine years about so it's been a long time so Definitely I one. I know I've seen a lot of anime and there's a lot of good ones that I really really enjoy a lot that I go back to watch just because they were they were good i I found myself re-watching at least once a year overlord because overlord is just such a good anime myself but Hmm. so i don't know if you've ever ever heard of um overlord i haven't but so basically overlord is a i can't remember the actual name of the genre but it's like a it's like sword art sword art online it's like a video game Some like the main character gets sucked into a video game world and is part of that world and can't escape kind of a thing i can't remember the name. There's a there's a there's a there's a word for that um genre of anime but I just can't think of it at right of right now. Like you have a lot of um anime like that. You have Sword Art Online, Overlord, you have um The Time I Was Um Reincarnated as a as a Snail is more of a it's not really being like sucked into a video game world but um the time I got reincarnated recard, reincarnated oh my goodness as a snail is more of gone, um, reincarnated into like a fantasy world and then, oh, okay. So it's time. Yeah, to- that
1: one. I am going to start. You told me about that one.
0: Yeah, because no, yeah, that one's a really good one. Uh, the lat the, this new season has just been so good. I've been really impressed with it. So I think that's probably one of my favorites, but I think one of my absolute favorites is going to be, um, full metal panic. I don't know if you've heard of that one, Toaster. I haven't seen it though. Um, just so you guys know, I'm a, I have a very soft side when it comes to like chick flicks and stuff. I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart. So, Full That's Metal full, like full Metal Panic kind of hits all those notes for me. It's about a um a, um, a kid who grew up in the um not not mafia but um as a mercenary <clears throat> so he he's learned all about guerrilla warfare war in general he's he's killed people since he was i think was like eight years old so he never grew up to live like a normal life and he gets assigned to be a um a, uh, to be a guard over a high school student so he's thrown into thrown into having, having to have a like a normal life to act like a normal teenager but he can't do it because he's all he knows is guns warfare and all this crazy stuff so and then eventually the main character and the girl that he's supposed to be protecting they start hitting off and it just blossoms into something really good and you just see the main character becoming more normal as far as normal mm. can be but it's it's re- it's a really good anime, and they've they finally picked it up again. I think it was like two years ago they made the fourth season, and then they oh, just, they just stopped again. I hate, cool. I, hate, yeah, I hate that. I hate I hate it when sucks. they <clears throat> they start a good season, everyone's really enjoying it, and it's either they don't have the the funds or something happened, and then pff, they just cut it off. Yeah, it's so fr- frustrating. Definitely annoying. Oh, but. I don't so You just have a the world of anime. There's a lot of good good anime. Yeah, I need to finish Tokyo
1: Ghoul. I only watched seasons one and two, and I got about two episodes into the third season when I started watching um, My Hero Academia with my wife, and then we got hooked on that one and binged it till it was over.
0: So, was into My Hero Academia your first or your wife's first anime? No, she watched Attack on Titan with me. Oh, just did Okay, I couldn't remember if that was the case yeah. or not. Yeah, we watched so. Attack
1: on Titan, and uh, we're actually watching the fourth season right now. Um, we watched all of the English dubbed ones, but we might finish just watching them subbed, just yeah. because we don't want to wait for them. But so what, yeah, what are your good show.
0: No, yeah. Uh so real quick, what are your thoughts about like the dub and uh, sub versions of anime? Like, do, you, do you have one that you prefer watching in or I prefer watching dubbed
1: but that's mostly because of how I am it's really hard for me to focus um, mentally on different things and so I have to have like no subtitles because if I sit and read subtitles then my brain just can't focus and I yeah it, it's pretty bad so just because of my adD and and I don't know my brain just bounced around too much so I either focus too much on the subtitles or too much on the show and I don't know what they're saying so and honestly I don't like the people that make fun of like the English voice actors are terrible or the Japanese voice actors are terrible or I only watch them in English I'm like you know what we should just be a community if you like them you like them if you don't you don't just watch it how you want to watch it
0: you know know, we should all get along Mm -hmm. no I no I definitely agree on that I kind of I like watching anime both in sub and dub if there's a, a dub version of anime I'll definitely watch that too but then I'll also watch the sub version just because I like comparing both of them um side by side like and especially with the characters because there's sometimes where like e- with like dub characters they're a lot better su- or the voice actor in the in the sub version is a lot better or at least I feel like it fits that character better and same thing is true vice versa so but there's one, yeah. Like I, I will. There's one. Back to like Dragon Ball Z though. I will always watch Dragon Ball Z in in, in dub though, because I like it a lot more in dub. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of voices in Dragon Ball Z that kind of annoy me in the in the sub version, and I don't know. I think Goku's voice in sub is the only voice that I actually really like. Fair enough. But, <laughs> anyway, that's just that's just it, I I was just curious. It boils down just to kind of preference but sure. it's still still interesting to hear what other people think about dub and, and sub versions of anime and which ones they Definitely. prefer yeah. so oh speaking of another anime that you you need you and your wife need to sit down i will send you the 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 name of the end or the anime later but it's called the world is still beautiful okay it is a a romantic anime, but it is so good. The first time I watched it, I teared up. I teared up. Uh-huh. I will. I will warn you. It is. It, it. It can be a little bit weird if you just focus on the age difference, because it's about two. It's about a, a king, and the king's like, I, I want to say he's like eleven to twelve years old, and he's supposed to marry, a quote unquote, a princess from another land who's about. Fifteen, sixteen, hmm. but it is it is such a good anime i was really i was really hoping the anime would come out to be a dove version as well because i was really curious to see the um the princess's um dove voice actor how well she hmm. would have done with like the singing and all but hmm. unfortunately it's only in subbed but it's still a really good anime i i like rewatching that one a lot too but <laughs> that's cool before before i get too ooey gooey (laughs) about all the romantic anime out there and which ones are are better and which ones are really good i'm just man that's just it's just gonna make me sad because then i'm gonna be like thinking oh man my dating life sucks (laughs) but anyway (laughs) kind of moving on though um i mean i don't know kind of jumping shifts from anime though and moving on to um a movie that we that just recently came out with, um, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, what were your thoughts on that? I know that you and your wife went to go see it in the movie theater, which I'm jealous because they actually fed you, as well. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Well, we actually wanted to save money, so we just got popcorn.
0: But oh. definitely,
1: still, like they bring it to you in a bowl. You're in a leather-seated recliner. It, it's it's nice. I enjoyed it. But uh, here's my thing about movies like this. Right? I've heard it for Pacific Rim. I'll, I'll probably hear it about this one. You're going to hear it about any movie that has big things fighting. You hear about Transformers. People always complain. That was a crappy movie. The story was terrible. Why the heck? Like That's not even realistic. You know, you always hear these people complaining, and that's why they say it's a bad
2: movie.
1: <laughs> you don't go to a movie like that for the story. If you're going to a movie like that for the story, you're going to be disappointed every time. I went True. into that movie wanting to watch Godzilla fight King Kong that's why I went because I thought that's dope I was excited I like fight scenes and two huge monsters and I left that movie happy because that happened so I give that rate, I give that movie like an 8 out of 10 in my opinion. But that's because okay, of my expectations okay. going into it
0: no, I'm I kind of wanna I'm going to a little bit disagree with you right there when it comes to like story. I think any any every movie should have some type of story. I do agree though with you when you with these type of movies where there's like these big monsters or that are fighting or like to tra- I can't I'm not going to say too much about yeah, well, Transformers. That's this one did have a story. It yeah, had a good like, story and it was pretty it good. Had, but that's just, I don't know that's not the only thing that stands out on this genre no of very very true like when i go to see a movie like king kong or i'm um, godzilla and godzilla versus king kong i still go in there expecting a good story or at least a decent story for i know sure. the main the main premise is big fights a lot of destruction a lot of explosions and stuff like that but i i for me i i'm a very i like stories i like it a story that is thought out and king kong and or godzilla versus king kong was to me a very thought out story like i really really enjoyed their 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 way of twisting and their picture of the center of the earth theory like i loved yeah. how they did that like it was really cool it was super cool how they when they got when they got to the center of the earth how it, there was this massive land mass and then upside down there's also like you know, I don't know how to like yeah. inverted. Right, it, was really cool. it, it was like it was like really cool. I never really cause, really thought about. Cause I when I when I think of like journey to the or like, the center center of the earth theory, I always go to like, journey to the center of the earth and like those type of movie, movies. Mm-hmm. And granted, mm-hmm. those movies are good, but with King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus King, I'm gonna get those mixed up by the way. Anyway, <laughs> it's like it kind of opened my mind. I'm like, holy crap. Like I never really thought about having like landmass, mountains, and this inverted um, gravity field, and all this yeah, cool it's stuff. Cool to, like it's like, about. I was like, man, that would actually be a really cool like, just Dude, story for someone. Bucks.
1: There's a group like the fat flat, not fat. Sorry, the flat. <laughs> um, the flat earthers out there that believe mm-hmm. this type
0: of thing. I'm sure there's somebody. There's gotta be. Well, I I'm, I'm sure there is too, but just from like the standpoint of like kind of taking a step back and like kind of writing a story like a, like a like a, a series kind of fitting around the way that King Kong or Godzilla and King Kong had the center of the earth. I think mm-hmm. that would like, I think that would have been I think that would have been so cool. I kind yeah. of want to steal it and make it my own, but I'm sure somebody right. else is going to going to do that and get yeah, uh, sure get it published gonna be another before movie I could. On something
2: like that. Yeah. So,
0: but no. As far as like the uh, the whole fight scenes and stuff like that, I mean, I really liked it. I liked the impl- in, the, how they implemented a, an axe for uh, um, King Kong, and how it. I can't. I'm pretty sure it was a um, one of these spikes from Godzilla, wasn't it? That made up that um, axe. I think so, and I also think it was left there from King
1: Kong's ancestors, because that was like sort of like a, a shrine or a temple yeah. where he found it, you know? Was, mm-hmm. I don't know? It was pretty. Oh, bring me back to the fight scene when Godzilla charged it up so they could do that final attack together. That was freaking dope.
0: Yeah. But. like Dude, there's a lot of things in, in King Kong. Um i didn't i i don't know how i i felt about how they were or how they were using the um crap the um from from godzilla what was the um was it alpha the the dragon with the three heads what was that called yeah. Do you remember i i don't remember but anyway, I, I know what you're talking about how they use that as the or one of the schools and made pretty much made a supercomputer out of it and that then, one didn't I, make sense for it didn't make any sense. I I really appreciated how they kind of cut, tied everything in together, though. But I don't know. It didn't sit well with me. But that's just kind of that's just nitpicking at that point. That's yeah. So it's just, but I don't know. Overall, I would give the film a, probably like an eight out of ten too. So maybe yeah. an eight point three. Just yeah, I'll say I
1: wanted to give it higher, but at the same time. It was super predictable. Not that every movie's not, because I mean, to an extent, every movie's pretty predictable because you have to have that same sort of plot roller coaster to make a movie good. But I, I don't know. I know they tried to do different twists and turns in it, but
0: I just feel like well, the whole thing was was a little predictable to me. I mean, I I mean this it kind of this kind of ties back or ties into what we're gonna be talking about next. But movies now, there's like even though like we come up people come up with new movies there's nothing like revolutionary about those like new movies coming out i think the last time that i felt like a movie like really delivered something new was avatar when i went to go see that in the theater i felt like i was in a, a different world mm. like, because like it this is kind of a, a this is a bad habit for us humans we do tend to take the easy way out a lot of the times and copy stuff from other movies other um stories and and stuff like that we don't really sit down and take the time to be original like definitely avatar avatar the blue people for me that was an original idea and it was executed well and I'm really looking forward to Avatar 2 whenever that comes out. I think it's supposed to come out in what, 2022? But yep, December 2022. Um I have I was reading about it cuz honestly
1: I've been waiting for that movie for years now cuz that was an awesome movie like you said. It it I don't know. Kept me at the edge of my seat and it was definitely different than a lot of other movies. Mm-hmm. Um but I've been I've been looking up a lot on that one just because I've been curious over the last couple of years and I think it might be canceled. I'm really hoping not. Because they've told us that they're in production, but they've also been telling us they've been in production for two years now. So, I don't have high hopes, I'm hoping, but they just keep putting it off, putting wow. it off, putting it off. So, we'll see. Am I'm I... going to try and be patient and take a take a back seat until next year.
0: But... It might get canceled. That's crazy, dude. I hope it doesn't get canceled. I usually, once a year, I usually like just Google like, movies that are coming out, and then I look and I see these movies that are coming out, and I kind of leave it at that. But hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully they don't but Avatar I mean, too. to be fair, to be fair, just sort of like
1: with like release dates and stuff and developers having a hard time with games, there's games I've been wanting to come out for years that kept getting put off and everyone said they were canceled, they're not going to happen, but they are now, you know, like Dying Light 2, that one was announced almost four years ago now and i've been excited for it ever since and it kept getting pushed off everyone told me it was canceled if you googled anything read any reddit forum they all said it was going to get canceled it wasn't going to happen and now it's coming out in june so i mean there's there's hope for everything
0: yeah all, all we can do is just sit back and cross our fingers and hope that these these movies and video games that we're expecting or wanting to come out do come out like like even with like lord of the rings that um amazon um tv show that's, that's being made and stuff like yeah. there's been this, there's there's been the, the hiccups i think um wasn't the director just um fired recently and they hired somebody else yeah and so i was like oh my gosh what what's happening is this going to be the end of of lord of the rings and i'm just like
1: no it makes I'm me
0: like, scared <sighs> for when it comes
1: out because of the changes that are happening and stuff because I already have no, really high sure. expectations. I'm trying not to, but Lord of the Rings is my favorite trilogy, period. And no, so agreed. Totally I'm just. And, uh, like I'm it, trying not to keep high expectations <laughs> since it's not right? the original
0: movies, but right? my heart's too excited to not, you know? but it's it's like it's really hard especially when we found out like what the tv series is going to be focusing on like the time the time period it's going to be taking place
2: exactly. it's like it's just
0: like it's not it's it's super hard not to be excited for that and then you're just like deep what down your, wanted <laughs> right it's, it's like it's exactly what we wanted and we're like do not pardon the language don't f it f it up like you exactly. don't f it up like literally amazon is is paid or is spending $1 billion on this. Because if they, so if they go into it and make a TV show
1: that turns out anything like the Avatar The Last Airbender movie, what they did to that TV show?
0: That or like, like um, Game of Thrones season eight? Like... I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I'm sure, I've heard the same thing from a was, lot of
1: people.
0: Dude. Are they, uh, just, they yeah. yeah. The, the, at the end of the day, it they can't mess it up. No, because they're gonna get so much backlash from from pretty much everyone because even if you're not like a lord of the rings fan you you still recognize and recognize like the importance of lord of the rings to an extent so it's just Mm -hmm. like you can't because lord of the rings has set the standard for so many things Mm -hmm. that to mess it up especially for something that the fans have wanted since since the Lord of the Ring was thought of, oof. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah it's, it's really hard.
1: Definitely. And that's, I don't know, sort of having a hard time, because I know that the movies were based on the books, and this is going to be also based on books and lore, and probably take some from the movies, but the movies did so well. Peter, Jack, Peter Jackson did an amazing job, because I read the books, and the movies were really close. The only thing the movies took out was the slowness of the books because I, I don't know if you read the books but it took a long time to get things to happen like it oh, explained where they long. were walking it explained the scenery it explained it was really good really good books but you can't have a six hour movie well you can if you've watched all the extended editions which are amazing
0: but <laughs> well, if you watched all <laughs> the extended <laughs> editions it would have been a nine hour movie <sighs> yeah so but uh but I
1: don't know I'm I'm I have high hopes like i said i don't know that's that's all it really comes down to i have really high hopes for that series yeah
0: and i think if i remember right it's still pl- um planned on to be released at the end of this year so
1: i think they're airing at the end of the
0: year yeah fingers crossed i really hope like i i don't know i don't want to compare it to like i don't know if you've seen the witcher on netflix i did i watched the first season of it. It, the, the witcher was really good um it it met all the expectations that i that i was looking for as far as a witcher film or tv Mm. show um the writing was really good there's a couple things that i was like yeah because i got kind of got lost at some points throughout the tv show but it still was a really overall really good so hopefully they i don't know again like just like you said they are high hopes and hopefully they do well well, and I think and they, they know adjusters. how big of
1: an audience um, they're going to be affecting with this. And so I think they know that they're going to have to do a good job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: agreed. Because like but... you said,
1: Lord of the Rings has shaped a ton of things for honestly the world, not even just like Lord of the Rings wasn't just a little American
0: trilogy that people liked.
1: Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that really like that series.
0: Yeah, I, like pretty much anyone who has any fascination in the world of fantasy has some type of Root to Lord Lord of the Rings. There's something about medieval time mixed with magic, and
1: like, there's just something about that that has drawn me since a child. Like, it still does, you know? Right. It doesn't matter what the genre is, like books. I mean, not what the genre, like what the format is, whether it's a Mm -hmm. book, it's a movie, it's a TV show, it's a video game. I'll friggin' sink my teeth into that crap anytime I can.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I don't know. I I just I love I love fantasy anything that has to do with like magic, um, fairies, goblins, and and just like the world of the dark too. It's just I'm always drawn to that, and I always will. So I'm right there with you, right there with you, toaster. But and that kind of moves on into the next topic about um, like not disappointing fans and stuff. But with uh, video games, um, how pretty much gamers. At least I feel how gamers have pretty much ruined the the gaming experience for for a lot of people and for the coming generations too. I mean, granted, there's there's all, all I'm always gonna love video games, um, and I'm sure people that or other people are always in love video games too. But there is there is you can't deny that like 10 years ago and to now, like 10 years ago, it, gaming was a totally different experience. 100% like there was there was like 10 years ago there was games were brutal like they were hard to
1: beat there wasn't instant walkthroughs all the way through there wasn't really easy ways to do everything there wasn't as many cheats you know mm-hmm. there weren't hackers in every freaking lobby like
0: <laughs> it's just yeah no like gaming is gaming has changed for the better but also for the worst as well because like you speak, like you're bringing up like back then gaming was hard like we, last time we talked about um call of duty a lot on black ops 2 modern warfare um, one mm. and 2 um, like those games were were fun they were hard and there was a lot of a lot of um trash talking going on too which was part of the experience which was part of the fun um that mm. there was bragging rights for um doing one v ones and coming out on top. And they're like all these little things that we don't experience anymore today. Mm. And it's it's in 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 many ways it's kind of ruined the experience because I don't want to say it but I'm going to say it. Gaming has come has become lazy.
2: No, you it totally
0: has. And it's become lazy in a lot of ways,
1: not just um like how people are talking and stuff it's become lazy um as far as like release dates and stuff how people just get too antsy and i like, get pissed when games aren't coming out fast enough one game you know
0: Mhm. but anyways keep going with what you were saying no i, I basically just didn't say like not only games that become lazy but gamers as, as well like you were talking about how we our expectations for games are like we want them now and we want them quick. We want frequently update updates. We want consistent consistent content, which are none are none none of those things are bad. But you also have to realize, or gamers have to realize, you know, stuff takes time to, to yeah, look at
2: things
1: that were rushed.
0: Yeah, Same things were rushed. So
1: two games that come to my mind first are Anthem and Cyberpunk. Yes, those games were put off and they weren't released when they were originally going to be released. But I'm pretty sure the developers rushed them. Faster than they were going to because of the player base. Not that it's the player base's fault for wanting it, because it also comes down a lot on the devs. But mm-hmm. those games are ruined. They gave refunds back because they were so bad. You know, yeah. like
0: Xbox and GameStop were refunding people. It was terrible. Uh, that, should yeah. be, that shouldn't happen on a video game. And then when gamers have these bad experiences with like release games, that that go that that experience goes on to other. Um, games other titles mm-hmm. other franchises like just just now pre- pretty much with outriders like there's that already backlash them. there's already backlash for outriders which mm-hmm. i'm kind of like stunned a little bit because the game is really good other than the server issues there's nothing really
1: there's no game breaking bugs because people are comparing yeah. Outriders launch to Cyberpunk, but there's two huge differences there. Cyberpunk had game-breaking bugs and server issues, where this one is just the server issues. It's just kicking you from the lobbies. It's sometimes hard to join in. If you play with friends, it's harder and it happens more frequently. If you're playing solo, it doesn't happen as much. From what I've ex- from what I've discovered and read on Reddit and stuff as well. Yeah. But and like, it just I don't think people should be comparing it to something so extreme because cyberpunk was a failure hardcore hardcore
0: failure really sad
1: failure because i was looking forward to that game too i was really excited but i ended up not even buying it
0: yeah i didn't i didn't buy it either i was really i had it in my um steam wish list same and pretty much in my cart and i was ready to purchase it and i started watching some uh, streamers and some youtube videos about it like okay never mind i'm going to take a step back and just hopefully cross my fingers that all these issues are going to be addressed and some yeah. of them have, but not all of them, and it's just for- been forgotten about. It, and It's yeah. really sad that it has, because that game has been in the works for so long. Years like, to and have now. the the launch that it did was just heartbreaking. But I mean, I don't know. It's just I, the game. I don't know. Gamers also like to compare games a lot, and yeah. It can be for the be- for the better, but for more- most of the time and for majority of them, it's for the it's worst.
2: Not,
0: yeah, it's like people. The the big thing that comes to my mind is Warzone and um, Apex. Granted that they're both first person shooter games, but they're both completely different. Completely and to say different. and to say one is better than the other, or one's See, better could than argue the other,
1: that. I could argue about that all day because I'd stand my ground for Apex one hundred percent of the time. But I totally see what you're coming from because there's literally nothing in common between them aside from
0: they both have guns. They're both first-person shooters. Exactly because like Apex, I would I will argue I will argue with anyone is supposed to be more tactical because you need to be able to position yourselves well, um, especially when you get skill.
1: it has a higher skill ceiling.
0: Yeah, cause especially when you get into like those um, 5e fight or the like fight or the five-man team or uh third five-man teaming the you know like what i'm talking third about
2: parties and stuff or what like
0: third parties into like fourth party to fifth party like yeah i've had i've had games where i'm like i'm we're fighting this team and then another team comes out of nowhere a third team comes a fourth and it's just this pile of chaos which yeah. those are those think. those moments in apex are awesome that's what keeps me drawn to apex but outside of that i i want to i will always say apex is boring not because it's the it's not not because it's a bad game it's just because the the there's no action between those moments like i can go hell i can go a couple of days in apex and not have that action like being third party to fourth party and all this chaos going on I can have days playing Apex and not have any of that happen mm-hmm. but then you go to Warzone Warzone is more of a faster pace you're always having action you don't really need to think about like positioning as much um, Yeah, and, he, sure. and you're just running around having a lot of fun and just team wiping everyone granted there's a lot of problems with Warzone but you, you, at the end of the there's day, you
1: can really... There's with
0: Apex. True. but you, there's, you, there's a lot of problems
1: with both, but my... So just since
0: we're on the topic
1: for just a second, my thing between those two is Apex has um, tons of guns, not as many as Call of Duty does, especially now that they've merged the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Call of Duty, there's a meta where if you don't play the meta, you don't win. In Apex, there's a meta that gives you a huge step up because the characters or gun is overpowered but I don't use the meta like I've played Pathfinder who's been nerfed beyond all imagination just outside of Wraith I'd say and I use the R9 and I use a sniper sometimes and honestly neither of those are the meta right now and I still win fights and so that's Mm -hmm. my thing if you go into Warzone and you play something and you don't use the gun that's overpowered at that time you're screwed in my opinion, at
0: least from what I've discovered. You, yeah, like, you, you definitely need it Warzone. That's my, kind biggest, of, that's my biggest
1: gripe about that. Yeah, I, I, I mean... Like
0: I, I t- no, I definitely agree that Warzone kind of forces you to use meta, like, the meta. And that's kind of why I haven't been playing Warzone, because I like to be able to experiment with other guns and do well with other guns. And, like, the Odin, for example, I love... I've always loved the Odin. Odin was... is. Really one of my favorite guns to use in, in Call of Duty. But that's pretty much useless in Warzone. Like, yeah. I've tried to use it a couple times. I've done pretty decently well with it. But I've never done, any like, exceedingly well. Like, I've never done... I've never been... Had a game where, like, holy crap. I just dropped a 20 bomb with the Odin. I've dropped a 12, 13 kills, but nothing, like, outstanding. Um, yeah. But on that note, though... With the meta, it does force you to have to be better in other areas like your movement and position, your 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 own positioning, mm-hmm. not just your team's positioning. Because Warzone, you in Warzone, you're able to go off by yourself and do and and do well. Apex, that's a lot harder to do. Yeah, if
1: you're so, on your own, you're gonna get aped really quick, this is especially yeah. in ranked where people are looking for that one
0: kill to give them the extra RP.
1: If they exactly. see a rat,
0: you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So. I mean there like there's advantages and disadvantages to both games and it really frustrates me when gamers compare the two like this whole talk about how Apex is a, a harder and um harder um game and stuff like I see where people are talking about but it still frustrates me because if you're talking about how one game is harder then obviously you suck at the other game and that's it like you suck at Call of Duty. And for some reason, you think you're a god on Apex. Mm. So, but I mean, that also branches off into other games as well. And uh, just comparing games, I think is a good a good thing. But we need to be careful because not every game should be compared to other games that are just. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. Yeah, for sure. And one more thing too is like gamer i don't know if gamers are either selfish or they think they know everything because destiny has experienced this a lot um as far as like the the community and the player base destiny keeps changing stuff to meet the player base's expectations or desires and it's kind of ruined the game a lot yeah um it's really had destiny has had its ups and downs what i really loved about games in the past like games are met were made off the vision of the developers mm. and it stayed like that from the day that it was um, basically conceived to the end of the game's life cycle there was very little change that took place between that there's probably some some changes as far like weapon balancing or a couple things were tweaked and added but it, it was never constantly changing because of the player base because the player base was either complaining or wanting something else added does that make any sense
1: yeah no for sure i totally you see where you come from
0: and i feel like we as gamers have done that so much to developers i feel like a lot of the developers have lost their desire to make games that they want because the way that i see it is if as long as developers have the desire to make games that they want that fit their vision the game's going to be awesome granted there's going to be people that don't want to play it think the game sucks but it's going to be awesome it's going to be challenging it's going to be hard there's going to be a lot of fun experiences a lot of rage rage quitting and that's and that's what i feel like that should be that's that's the essence of gaming like i want to experience hard moments, I want to experience challenging moments where I basically want to throw my controller, remote, my mouse, and keyboard through the wall, for and force me to like take a step back and like, all right, I need to learn, I need to learn to do something to improve myself so I can get past this like boss or get better than the next person um, that I'm playing against or for sure. yeah. stuff like that. And it's just constantly, um weapons getting nerfed or gameplay is being changed or stories being changed because it's not fitting the quote unquote um, social standard of, of the time. And yeah. it's just, it's just, it's really frustrating. And I really wish that some of the developers would take that, would take that power back, back for themselves. And be like, you know what? We don't care if you don't like the game where we see this game, and this is what we want the game to be like. And we're going to make the game the way that we exactly. want it. Exactly. And that sort of brings me into my point I wanted to make before we end. Um,
1: is how sometimes a game developer makes a game. It comes out how they want it. It's a great game. And sort of how we're saying the player base ruins it. My first thought, Fortnite. That game was amazing first couple seasons. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. I love that game. I played the crap out of it. But the player base destroyed it. Okay. No, now, it's all just the little kids. And yes, I'm singling out children. Don't cancel me already. But it's terrible. Like, even streamers like Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, all these big, um, big streamers that played all the time and made Fortnite a ton of money refuse to play that game now. Because it's terrible. Ninja doesn't even play it anymore. That yeah. much, right? I think he still plays it sometimes, but I know he minimized it to like an hour
0: yeah. when he and, tried to play it which is stupid. And, yeah. And Fortnite was what built Ninja's career too. Like, yeah, Fortnite built a lot of people's career. And that's what makes it so sad to see how bad it is now. It's mm-hmm. it's
1: depressing because I I think that game would do good if they also brought back their it's the mode they started the game with before they turned it into a BR they the escape the How was it? What's it called? The the survival against the zombies, regardless. Um, Save the World campaign. It was dope. I don't know if you ever played that. I played it, I had a ton of fun, I loved it. But then they went from that to the VR, dropped that one off that earth, never played it again. And people don't even know that exists anymore, and I think if they still had that side by side that it would be a pretty cool addition, you know, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. But I don't know, just just how player bases can ruin games is really sad, and how fast it happens. Because, I mean, after oh. two seasons, it was all these little kids and these sweats where you couldn't have a relaxing game anymore. It's, like, com- it's like competitive every single game. Like, there's no break, there's no, like, there's no enjoying it anymore. You have to sweat your balls off every game just to play, or else you're going to die. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And that, no, that's
1: I... really takes the fun out of it.
0: Yeah, no, and I can think of a couple of other games. You have like Last of Us Part Two. That there was such a huge community backlash with Last of Us Part Two. That yeah, that was really sad to watch too. That was really sad. Like I, I really enjoyed Last of Us Part Two, not as much as I did with Last of Us. Say so it has part nothing one. on the first one, but it was still a good game. It was still good. There's there were some things in the in the in Part Two that I wish was changed or that I felt like they didn't really need but it overall i had a really good experience i was devastated when joel died i was furious when i had to play the um um beth or whatever the chick's name was like every that whole experience of playing as that chick i just was was like it was weird trying to think of ways not only was it weird but i was just thinking of ways like all right can can I can I kill you somehow? Can I like jump right. off this building <laughs> or something? Yeah. <laughs> Just get rid of her. But I feel like that was part of like the whole experience because they wanted it to show like the, that despair type of yeah. feeling. And I, I feel like they nailed that. But then they also another game that I can think of is Kingdom Hearts Three. That game was I hear that, one. that game was in a, it a, was long long waited for it was like 12 years until they finally came out with kingdom hearts 3 but there, the community wanted so many things in that game at the end i felt like because i love kingdom hearts kingdom hearts is probably going to be one of, forever going to be one of my very very favorite like top three favorite games but with kingdom hearts 3 there was just something about it i felt like there was too much um, going on as far as like abilities and stuff like that that she could use that i probably never even really used for fully utilized everything that i could possibly do um mm-hmm. but on top of that is that like i never felt like i had that same experience as i did playing through one and two and i i feel like a part of that was just because the community had the game on a pedestal and they wanted so like they wanted this, this and this and this and this added to it. And I feel like that the developers were, were trying to meet that pedestal and meet the community standard rather than focusing on all right. this is where we see the game going. This is what we want to add it add into the game. Mm-hmm. These are the worlds that we want and, and so forth and so forth. For so sure. I think it's pretty much at the end of the day, I really think that developers need to take the control back or take the control back definitely that's, to, that's I don't my, know how to word it
1: <laughs> no for sure that's my two points I was actually going to end on a little bit I know we're starting to wrap up we don't have to end right now but uh, is two things A I think developers need to pick and choose what they take from their community because in Apex for example these com- these competitive players these pros that have been playing for 3000 plus hours on just that game right? Mm -hmm. You think they would know what would make the game better, how this plays, like what fine tuning needs to be done on Legends, but the developers listen to the casual players because there's more complaints because there's more players than there are with the competitive ones that actually know what should be happening and it ticks me off because they keep nerfing Rain, they keep nerfing Pathfinder, they keep buffing random characters, like I love Octane and horizon to death i would main them both but they're overpowered they're way too overpowered right now and so i think the i think the developers need to listen to the right people and control their games because they're listening to these people like outriders i'm really hoping that they don't listen to all these people that are demanding refunds and getting pissed off and saying how terrible their game is and how they shouldn't even made it they shouldn't have even release it and all this stuff because their game is solid their game is really good it's just server issues which mm-hmm. i'm sure they know but I I don't know, because I'm I'm starting to see another Anthem, because Anthem was pretty buggy. It had a lot of bugs, but the biggest problem I had on Anthem was also server issues, but the player base was gone. There was no players to play it, which meant when I tried to queue up for a raid, it took me like 30 minutes to find a match, and it made it not fun. So that's why I stopped yeah.
2: playing Anthem, was just because there was no players.
0: And I mean, so there, was I, a lot, there was a lot of different issues with Anthem, like the content wasn't there. They really didn't don't... have
1: enough loot system, they didn't have enough different things so there's there's a lot of issues but you see the point i'm trying to make about they need to listen to the right people and they need to just say here's the game we worked on it enjoy it they need to just tell people to shut up because back when games were on only on um cartridge you think that people wrote nintendo and said hey this nintendo 64 game was terrible you better fix this they can't that game's fixed that that's how the game is you know like and and it was they were good and I think that also comes down to the player base needs more patience. People need to calm down.
0: Yeah. And just give time and let the developers make the game that they want to make and not force exactly. them to like, Hey, Hey, you should add this because it really did well in apex or you should add this. Cause it did really well in such and such games. Like, no, let us, let them do let what them they want to do. Let them make the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. at the end of the day, the gamers are gonna find ways to make the game fun for themselves, um, and, and and stuff like that. They're gonna find like it, it's it's up to the gamers to have to make the game fun for themselves, not for developers to make games fun for the community. Exactly,
1: games are gonna find their own player base if they're good. Like mm-hmm, take exactly, like, like let's see, um, Minecraft built their own. And I know they've had patches and stuff, but it hasn't gone as far to change huge things about it. They've added things to it, like this cave update coming up. They added bees to it. They added different rocks to it. But did they ever change the entire game like a mm-hmm. lot of these other big AAA games are doing?
2: No. No.
1: I mean, Call of Duty over the last four years has made like four completely different games, and it's honestly annoying to me. <laughs> like, just to no, see Call of video out, just because I know they always switch from different eras. Like, they had Black Ops, they had Advanced Warfare, they had all these different ones, but at least all their games were solid. I feel like they're switching around too much and running out of ideas. Like, this year they're going back to World War II again, and I hope they do better than last World War II, but I just... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one, but I just get frustrated.
0: Yeah, I, no, I, I... No, I 100% feel ya. I 100% understand what you're, what you're, what you're trying to say and the, the frustration that you experienced, because the last thing that i want is i want games to be made easier for just people in general like kind of going but touching back on what you were talking about with apex with wraith i it still blows my mind that wraith was nerfed so much because it was because it come down to the community was complaining that hey we can't hit wraith we can't do this and this wraith is overpowered people are too and it's lazy just like, to learn how to fight against certain things and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Back in the day, like I would spend hours just to improve a little bit so I can be better than the next person. I never once complained about the developers having to, hey, you should nerf this, nerf this to make the game easier for me so I can finally get a win. Mm. But I will also take that back. The only time that I've ever complained was with shotguns and, and, and destiny. Um I think shotguns and death shotguns and destiny should always should just be removed period removed period but you don't like shotguns in any game though <laughs> well i mean in call of duty shotguns are fun um shotguns in call of duty are one one shot kills pretty mm. much every single time the thing about destiny that drove me up the wall was um the inconsistent in- inconsistency for one with the shotguns how i always whenever i use the shotgun i never felt like i did anything i felt like i was shooting people with feathers but then you have titans and warlocks who do the one punch or the um, yeah. the, the one shot one yeah. punch one punch you and and kill you every time and I just like you shouldn't be able to shoot someone and melee them that that quick but it, I'm, shotguns in Destiny are just another for an, for a topic for another day but because that's this is pretty much gonna wrap it up for today um, I just want to make it very clear gamers you sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut okay <laughs> just yeah. just let things be let things develop as as the developers find a see. game
1: that you enjoy and enjoy it don't Ex- find exactly. a game that you want to be a different game and
0: try and change it into the game you want find a game that exactly. you want to play and play it exactly and if you suck at the game first admit it you suck at the game and then just get better because i'm anyone, still on apex dude anyone can get better as long as they they first and foremost realize that they stuck at the game and they and they start making little little improvements Definitely. you can't cha- you can't improve overnight and and stuff like that so um but yeah i think that's going to end it here uh for this um awesome podcast so uh you pretty much have have a good week have a good day have Whatever game you're playing right now enjoy to the, f- the fullest and you can catch me again anywhere perpetual haze Instagram Twitter um, Twitch um, YouTube anywhere, so
1: Yeah, and I'm same thing terrified toaster look me up on anything and I'm gonna try and start streaming a little bit more So maybe you'll see me on another platform
0: We awesome. Well, I look forward to that streamed Toaster. so we are. Uh, t- Have I was gonna a good say, night. I was gonna say. I was gonna <laughs> say Brown. I was gonna use Brown Native. Native. I was gonna uh, use my Discord name. I was gonna go uh, Brown Native is signing off. But anyway, Perpetual Haze and Terrified Toaster signing off. <laughs>